You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's get to this baseball slate. Uh, Because we have a big one. Or or no, we don't have a big one. It's relatively sizable, I guess. That's what she said. Uh, So let's go to the Twins and the Red Sox. Uh, Red Sox at home here, but uh, it's only minus 120 for the Red Sox at home. Uh, Twins even money here. Kinta Maeda going for the Twins. Tanner Huck for the Red Sox, who's 2-0 with a 4-5-0 ERA. So, Jenks, what was your initial read on this game? This is a loyalty play. Since we're talking about relationships, we're talking about marriage, I'm sticking with the one that has always been good to me, and that is the Minnesota Twins. Every time I bet on the Twins, I'm not going to bet this game, but if I did, I would bet on Minnesota just because Maeda was giving a little extra rest by the team, had some arm fatigue last time out, so he's coming off like nine or ten days rest. I think that bodes well for him here. The Twins also have the advantage in the bullpen, and you're getting this at even money let's go minnesota i was really surprised to see the line on this game weren't you a little surprised to see that minnesota was like i'm not gonna call him a big underdog but like it's plus money and i guess this one opened at plus 110 so we have seen money come on uh minnesota if there was an underdog i liked on today's slate this would be it I know that the Red Sox probably have one of their better starters going. Uh, Huck's been really good this year, uh, 2-0, like I said. And each time he's thrown in three starts, the Red Sox have won each and every game. But Kenta Maeda's been all right, too. Uh, he had a couple that weren't, like, super great. But still, the Twins' bullpen is much better than the Red Sox' bullpen. And we had this conversation the other day where uh, I think the consensus is the Red Sox have a terrible bullpen. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's a little bit of an overreaction because as far as ERA goes, they're actually, I think, in the top 10 or top 15. But for me, it's just that the Twins bullpen is much better because the Twins bullpen is in the top five of ERA and saves and all of that nonsense. So I think this is still the better lineup for the Minnesota Twins. So at even money, I think it's a price play for me. That will be the dog of the day for me, the Minnesota Twins. Uh, going against the Red Sox. Uh, Let's go to the Yankees and the Angels. We have the Yankees home favorites here, minus 165, Angels plus 140. I believe this line has moved as well uh, with money coming in on the Yankees. Total eight and a half runs. Patrick Sandoval, the lefty going for the Angels, and it's a lefty-on-lefty matchup as Nestor Cortez takes the mound for the pinstripes. 2-0 with a 2-6-0 ERA today. Jenks, do you like the Yankees? You know, I like the under here. And, you know, I know Nestor Cortez, nasty Nestor, gets all of the headlines because he's a hell of a pitcher. He's a Yankee. But Sandoval has been really, really good going back to last season. It's just that what was the story with the Angels last year? Just not getting any run support 
whatsoever. But this year, Sandoval has allowed just two runs in 14 in two-thirds innings. This is also an afternoon game, which, again, I tend to think works against the hitters and benefits the pitchers. So I'm going to go under here. Well, we've seen a lot of unders uh, in Mm -hmm. the past few games for the Yankees. Uh, We saw dating back uh, five games ago, 4-3, 6-1, 2-0, 5-2, and 3-2. Those have been the final scores of Yankees games. I feel like this was a trend last year, too, because the Yankees lineup is so feast or famine that sometimes, you know, we think of them as these power hitters that can hit it a mile, but also they're not really a team that hits for average. And also we know John Carlos Stanton has been out. That's been the big talk of, you know, Yankee Twitter or whatever, what he has cost them as opposed to what he has brought them. But still, the other thing that I'm looking at in this one is maybe the righty lefty matchup for the Angels left-handed pitcher of Patrick Sandoval in this one. And I'll say this, the Yankees have quite a few pretty solid right-handed hitters starting with Aaron Judge. So maybe a good matchup for those Yankee hitters. But still, like I said, it's not a Yankees lineup uh, that I've really liked. And Bill just put this in the chat. The Yankees under 12-6 and six this season. Jenks, is this going to make the card for you? It's close. I mean, you know me, I hate these these half totals in Major League Baseball. And you can knock me for laying a little more juice, but it's worked to my advantage so far. It's been a good run, knock on wood. I might go under nine juice to minus 150. It's, I actually like a lot on the card today. I know you don't, but there's a few plays, a little juicy, but then again, we were juicy yesterday, went 3-0-1. And and this is one of the plays I really like based on these starting pitchers, based on the trends and the money is coming in on the under. This this total open, I believe, at nine came down to eight and a half. I'd probably juice it back up to nine and go under. But if I were playing a big card today, and I don't think I am because I've had a nice week and I don't want to ruin it, but this would be one that I would seriously consider. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Right, I do like that as well. And I think the important thing to note is when you push it up to nine, you get a push instead of a loss, you know, if it lands on nine, as opposed to if you're playing that eight and a half. So I do think that is a smart move. Uh, Let's go to Philadelphia. Philly's Rockies here. Philly big favorites, minus 225 on the money line. Total nine runs. We've got Ryan Feltner going for the Rocks. 0-2 with an 8-7-8 ERA. And for Philadelphia, it's Matt Strom. 1-1 with a 2-13 ERA. So, Jinx, I think the sabotage factor for me in this one is – How many games are the Rockies going to lose in a row? Because right now they have lost eight straight games. At some point, do you think they're going to win a game? I don't think they're going to win this one. This is my favorite play of the day. This will be the one thing that I definitely play. And here is why. Look, maybe the Rockies get a win today. But I'm going to keep fading them like I've been fading the A's or fading these other teams. I was going to say Tigers. Tigers have been winning. But Ryan Feltner on the mound for Colorado. He's made two road starts this season. In those road starts, he has given up 10 earned runs in eight and a third innings, more than a run per inning. He's also a right-handed pitcher. Guess which team is number one in Major League Baseball against righties? It is the Philadelphia 
Phillies. Now, the Phillies have an awful bullpen. So the last thing I want to see is this game go into the 6th, 7th, 8th inning where all of a sudden Matt Strom is replaced by someone. So let's go Phillies first five-run line, just a half-run, minus 145. I think the Phillies get to Feltner early. And Strom, I was fading him. Now I'm going to back him. He wasn't great in his last start, but he's been much better this season than I think people anticipated. I like the Phillies' first five-run line today. Also, this has been a Philadelphia team that strikes early. They are number six in baseball in runs scored in the first five innings, averaging over three runs per game. And looking in Colorado, they're averaging just two, uh, 27th in Major League Baseball and runs scored in the first five. So I do like this play uh, quite a bit. Uh, let's go to Chicago, Cubs, Dodgers, where we have the Dodgers at even money. Are my eyes deceiving me here? Because it's the Cubs, minus 120, home favorites, total 10.5. Jameson Tyon going for the Cubbies, 0-2, 4-5-0 ERA. And Michael Grove, who's 0-1 with a 9 ERA. Mookie Betts is supposed to be back in the lineup. Jinx, Dodgers at even money. Is this a trap? Hmm. Dodgers at even money. I, I, I like the Cubs. I like the Cubs. I'm not, I'm not buying the Dodgers yet. Well, the Dodgers just aren't playing great baseball right now. They're under 500 on this season. How about the Cubs? Let's give some credit to Chicago. Won 10 of their last 13. Now, here's the thing. Michael Grove, last time out against the Cubs, was very good. But that game was in L.A. little revenge spot for Chicago here. And also, in his only road start this season, Michael Grove, that was against the D-backs, got destroyed. Nine runs, three and a third innings. I'll take the short price on Chicago at Wrigley. Let's go. I'm starting to wonder at some point, will we see a better LA team? Because Mookie Betts will be a good addition to the lineup that's really struggled. But as an underdog, LA has been an underdog once, and I think it was last night, and they are 0-1. So buyer beware when you are getting plus money on the Dodgers. I think this was a trend last year as well. They're not good mm -hmm. as underdogs because think about it. If a team that's normally overvalued is an underdog, that means they're probably a bigger underdog yeah. than they actually are according to to the metrics so it's a game that i'm staying away from but wouldn't be surprised if we see uh the cubs win this one minus 120 as favorites and then padres d-backs let's get to this one quickly uh san diego minus 140 arizona plus 115 total nine and a half runs michael waka going for the padres and ryan nelson for the d-backs fernando tatis is finally returning from his suspension uh to the padres lineup do you think this adds a little punch to the padres I think this is a trap. And if I were putting out a card which needed some plus money, I would absolutely put money on the D-backs. Here's a little question for you. Which team is leading the NL West? It is the Arizona Diamondbacks. And I don't expect that to last, but the Padres are 3-7 and seven in their last 10. And Ryan Nelson on the bump for Arizona has not given up more than three runs in a single start this season. Everyone's excited about Tatis coming back, and he has been a monster, absolute monster in AAA. But I don't think him alone is enough to justify this price on the Padres. I'm on Arizona plus money. Right. I would not talk you off of that because the Padres have been somewhat of a disappointment this year. If you bet on them on the money line every single game this year, you would be down $306 because they're 9-11 on the season. And also, they've been a favorite quite a bit. And they're mm -hmm. only 4-6 and six when they are favorites. So San Diego, a little bit disappointing this year. And that means it's not a team that I really want to trust with my money, especially because some of the bullpen issues that they have been having. So bullpen depth, 
can be an issue, uh, especially we get into the meat of the season. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.